Potter City presents 14 days fasting and prayer to walk in dominion and experience divine multiplication in 2022. Theme, fill thy horn with oil. 1 Samuel 16 verse 1. Your host is prophet Nanase Opukusakonye. If you want people to be safe, you preach about salvation. If you want people to be healed, you preach about healing. If you want people to be delivered, you preach a deliverance message. I have given you the total counsel of God. Every message that must ground you, if you want people to lead a holy life, you preach about holiness. If you want young girls to choose right partners, you preach about family life. Courtship and dating are not the same. Courtship is in the Bible, but dating is not there. Dating is the breeding ground for fornication. What is dating? I am going out to the girl. I have not told her anything. And we keep going. And we keep going. And some of you guys are wasting your time on guys. Who are the most dangerous guys are guys who become your friend for one year. Now, do you know that as a result of your closeness with a particular guy, eh? The one who wants to marry you cannot propose. Let me tell you a typical example. When I met mommy, there was a guy in the church. Every, you know, when I saw mommy, me and B, uh, Bishop James Sinanjo, and then uh, Pastor Emmanuel Eni, we were talking with some pastors, and they told me, all of them as fiancés, I was the only one, as I said, I saw, I've seen some girl. Then James Sinanjo said, no, no, he's, 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 he's occupied. No, one pastor said, no, there's, there's, there's this guy, he's very close to him. I think that... And James Sanjo said, let me go and do investigation. Now, that was the FBI of that squad. James Sanjo. She went. They said, oh, the guy is just walking there. The guy was so cool. Every day she was walking with mommy. Do you know that when I proposed and he agreed, the guy cried? I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Somebody told me. She never said anything. And you see, mommy to us concluded that he's just a friend. A friend. Because listen, I think Pastor David Entry's wife is your classmate. Eh? Is that correct? Yes. So there were these people who went to a Palm Secondary School. So we did the investigation through one of the girls who is his friend. And he said, Oh, the guy is just hanging there. He has not said anything. Then I seized the opportunity. <laughs> oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand. All the guys who are hanging around guests, that they are not saying anything. What happened to that guy? May the same thing happen to you. May somebody receive the anointing to seize the opportunity. Look at your neighbor and say, don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. That guy was wasting time. Yeah. You know that people, you know there are some guys like that. They will walk around, they won't say anything. But they will be so close to them. They go to their house every time they are with them, but they never said anything. They are called spiritual international bodyguards. After I married mommy, then I found out by the supernatural that God provided the bodyguard to protect her for me until I arrived. 
Now, anybody that is not proposing, they are the bodyguard of your future wife. They are protecting the girl for you. Hanging around. No cry, no cry in the back. No cry, wait. The next you cry, like No cry, that prayer show was not there. So, duku. And then he was holding all kinds of things. Hang around girls and speaking in tongues and going. No, when you see them, then you see them. Tell a man by you propose. Tell them propose. Tell the person be bold and propose. Yeah. Now let me give you a clue. All the guests here. Hey, guests, are you there? Let me give you a clue. When a guy becomes close to you and he asks him to propose, be bold and tell him that, please. The way you come to my house and go, what are you up to? If he doesn't say anything, tell him that, please. You are becoming a hindrance. So can you excuse me and stay a little away from my life? Because this is the danger. This is the danger. If you don't take care, eventually they will marry you. And all those who also God marked to marry you might have married. Very dangerous. There's another one, cry. Some guys who have caught up with girls for a long time. You can still seize the moment. If you marry your wife five years, you have not married her. What are you waiting for? No. I mean, separate them. You pray a spirit of confusion. This one is a dangerous apple Pray. Say, I set a meeting. But that way, you have to be anointed. If you are not anointed, it will bounce back to you. You have to make sure that you are grounded. There are some prayers you pray. If are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, if you want people to get some breakthrough, we preach about it. Are you getting it? There is a message I've not preached. The wealth of the sinner. God said it can be laid down for the righteous. One of the things the devil wants us to be ignorant of is the transfer of wealth. Everybody say transfer. transfer. Of what? Wealth. I'm going to give you some scriptures to write. The first point I want you to understand is that, now watch this. I said that one of the areas that they, they want to, every Christian to be ignorant huh, about is praying to capture, to capture the wealth of the wicked. But write this one down. I told you yesterday, God owns everything. Tell somebody, God owns everything. Psalm 24 verse 1. God owns what? I am, I am building a point. Somebody say, Daddy, work it. Say, work it. I am working it out and bring it to a place. God owns one. Every Psalm 24, verse 1. Let's read it because I'm ready to go. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What is the Lord? The earth. Not pram pram. The whole earth is the Lord. That means that God owns everything. The earth is the Lord. The world and they that dwell therein. Go to the New Living Translation, you understand. God owns everything. And who is God? A psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. Let's establish that point first. Everybody belongs to God. The Bible said the earth is the Lord. 
That is why I will not fight. I told somebody who was trying to encroach our land. I said, listen, the most dangerous thing you can do is to fight with God on the land. You are dead. You are a dead person. The land called Jerusalem and Israel, people were living there. There were Jebusite, there were Canaanite, there were Amorites. God took the land and gave it to the Israel. Why? Because the, the earth is the Lord. And all the people, so you, eh, when God is getting ready to give you a land in circle, it doesn't matter who is there. God can take that property and give it to you. Oh, those who are shouting, amen, they are getting. If you are fighting too much on the land that God didn't give you, once God gives to you, nobody will fight you. She will kill everybody that comes around. He said, I kill and I make a life. I am not worried about anybody trying to fight with one. I just go to God. I knew God brought me here. Yes, I'll tell God that the land you told me, somebody's, uh, you, you, you have. He took them, he killed the Canaanite. If he, on the way to the promised land, those who are trying to be a hindrance like Jericho, he finished them. By the time, right, one day he said something. The first country that fought Israel is called Amalekite. He said, I brought the name of Amalekite from the surface of the earth. No country is called Amalekite. And there are no Amalekite people on earth. God has finished them. Because he said it. The earth is the law. May see you. When the time comes for you to get your company office in America, God will provide that particular. I know we are going to build cities in countries. We are going to raise convention centers in America, in Europe. I am not bothered about the land. When the time comes, it will be provided. Because behind every vision, behind every God-given vision, there is God-given provision. Let me tell you something about this land where you are having church. The family people that own this land, they farm on it for 32 years. They never sold it to anybody. The day I met them, eh, I used my daughter Matilda to get to them because he related to them. They told me, Dan said, I do my farming on the land. This is Matt. This is uh, the, one of them. He was very instrumental in getting because he knows the family. And what led him is that he gave me a land. Now, do you know that? Listen, Matilda, when you are coming to Portis, eh, just before you brand to Portis, you see that somebody is selling iron rolls. You see that there is a land be there as if they've graded it. Huh? She gave me that land years before we came to Portes. When God showed me the city is at Portes, I didn't have any land here. I didn't know anything. So I drove towards that land. Amen. To me, the only land we have is that one. Yeah. I even told Pastor Abed that he should design. So that place was a city. Yeah. It's, about, it's about one acre, one acre and two proletars. That you, you could see it just before there's a story building. There's a land before the story building. In between, there is a sawmill that you come to that land. That land, it was the benchmark to this place. So I was standing there. When we came there, we had parked our car. Then some of the family people saw us and they came to challenge us for standing there. What are you people doing here? And they say, I said, This is my land. Huh? Huh? Sunset said that it's not your land, it's for my auntie. And I say, Your auntie has given it to me. <laughs> yes, Matilda. When I mentioned, he said, Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, Okay, you know my auntie. Then one of them said, Ah, you are Prophet Anasa. Yeah. He said, I've come to your meeting before. Oh. I said, Good, good, good. He said, 
We say, oh, so my auntie gave you the land. I say, yes, she has given me the land. He said, what are you, what are you doing? I said, we are coming to build a church. So a church in this small land. Oh, I see. You see, yeah? the God we serve is a God of divine connection. Let me give you a scripture. The steps of the good man is ordered. So God will put, you will think that you are going somewhere, but God is ordering your steps. He is manipulating the system. He is connecting here, here a little, there a little. Then he's putting the pieces together and he's working towards his own purpose. From today, may the Lord order your steps. May the Lord connect you, the God of divine connection, connect you to the right sword. You get connected to this, that one get connected to that, that one get connected to that. Then you get to the center of the will of God. If your neighbor is shouting louder than you, he's taking your blessing. The land for your company is provided. The land for your ministry is provided. After today, God will make sure he order your steps to the place. Sit down. Let's hear this. Sit down. So, when I was standing there, then sunset, one of them pointed and said, oh, this one is too small. I said, do you have a land? Yes, sir. Then, standing at the road, that time it was like a bush. He pointed to this place. And he said, my uncles have land. But they won't sell it. They won't sell it. I said, give me an answer. Don't worry. I said, even yesterday, some Chinese people came with money. They didn't mind it. So they won't sell it. Nothing. I said, give me your uncle's number. I said, well, then I gave. The rest is history. Later when we did the meeting, we found out that Matilda found out that he knows them. So Matt started talking to them. He started talking to them. They called us. When we came here, all they give us was about, is it 10 acres? 10 eight. acres or 8 acres? 8. Then whilst we were doing, this one come. Then Francis came. He said, okay, me to have added my own. This one come, I've added my own. This one come, I've added my own. They keep adding and adding and adding. Now they used to do farms here, tomatoes farm, uh, cabbages, and then watermelon. Those were the farms. Pepper, that was the farm. The earth is the law. If God owns anything, the one that is your portion, nobody can take it. Oh, no, 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 no. Unless you depart from God. I say, if God owns anything, the one that is your portion, cannot be taken. Psalm 50 verse 10. Huh? Validates what I'm talking about. Psalm 50 verse 10. Huh? For every beast of the forest, huh? for every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle upon the thousand hills. Hey, go to verse 11. Huh? I, I know all the fowls of the mountains. Hey, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. Verse 12 will blow your mind. If I were hungry, I will not tell you. For the word is mine and the fullness thereof. are the scriptures that make you relax when God gives you what a vision it makes you relax I am trying to give you scripture that talk about the fact that if God has given you a vision just wait for the appointed time that's all timing is everything I came here on a divine timing Haggai chapter 2 verse 8 the silver is mine and the gold is mine say yes the Lord of hosts this is where we are eating the tint of what you say. The silver is mine. If the silver is your father, why are you poor? 
Because you don't know the keys. Jesus told Peter, he said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Keys gives you access. So today I want to deliver into your hands some spiritual keys. Anytime somebody does, somebody has something you don't have, the person knows something you don't know. How do you do things like that without borrowing, without begging, without, I mean, sweatless. I have never slept one day, even when we were building Jubilee Tabernacle. That was, that was one of the testing of the faith. The size of the auditorium. Eh? And then I'll be standing there, God will tell me it's too small, increase it. That three bedroom, add some two more bedrooms. Add it. Build for where you are. Build for where you are going. The second point I want you to write down is that God wants you to prosper. I didn't say the devil. I said, who wants you to prosper? It settles all the matter. God wants you to what? Prosper. So anybody that wants you to be poor, that is their business. I'm going to give you scriptures that show you that God wants you to prosper. Look at your neighbor and say, God wants you to prosper. Hey, I thought one day, I was standing and the Lord, sometimes I pick some things in the Bible. And then the Lord will tell me, it's a law. I just spoke to you about the law of absolute dependence on God. It's a faith that has no strength attached. It's a faith without Hmm. an alternative it means that God can do it then I spoke about the law of repeated ministration but I picked another law called the law of desire yeah. Jesus said it what is whatever you desire it's not God's desire so the car you are driving God said I won't desire it for you the kind of house you dream to live in I will not desire what is whatever you desire when you pray believe that you receive it So listen, there is no need for you to be envious about somebody's car, envious about somebody's house. The one you are living in, that is your desire. The one is living in, that is the desire. You can start with the small desire, but make sure you get to bigger desires. Amen. He didn't give us a lie. He said, what in forever you the law of desire. You desire to marry a Kapwepwe short man. That is your desire. Marry the man. You desire that all you want is a motorbike. Marry it. Get it. No. Hallelujah. No. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to prosper. No. We, huh? I say I'm coming to, we are coming to the place. Where we come to church, 30,000 people are sitting. And everybody has a car. Those who are not ready, they are not shouting amen. Those who are ready, they are shouting amen. I said those who are ready, they are shouting amen. It is not the will of God for his children to be swimming in poverty. Wallowing in poverty. It's not the will of God. When you are poor, it doesn't please God. This is the greatest revelation I saw. The weight of every king is determined by the people in his kingdom. Can I say that again? The weight of every king 
is determined by the people of his kingdom. So the kingdoms in Ghana, they are not the same. Huh? The king or the chief in my hometown cannot compare himself to the Asante. Now, listen. The weight of every kingdom is determined by the people in the kingdom. So when the kingdom has more prosperous people, it puts weight on the king. Oh, they are not listening. Do you understand what I'm saying? Huh? There are some dangerous, wealthy businessmen in Asante kingdom. Apart from that, the loyalties, huh? the gold. Do you know what they get from it? The land. Every land the Kumasi belongs to the Asante. If it doesn't sign, so you hardly have land dispute in Kumasi. If you were sub chief, you do that, he would dethrone you right now. There is order. Huh? But the Asante, he cannot compare himself to the British Queen. No, there are hierarchies in the thing. Can your hometown king compare himself to the Saudi prince? There is a plane called Airbus 380. It takes over 800 to 1,000 passengers. That is the private jet for the Saudi prince. This, this, is, his, this is his dining in the plane. This one. This one is not the father. The crown prince. This is his jet. And this one doesn't know God. And you know Jesus Christ. And the earth is the law. Why are you clapping for poverty? Why are you celebrating poverty? This is it. Go to Psalm 37. Look at it. The moment you see prosperity, you get angry. They say somebody came to this church. Hey. Now sorry, so now sorry, see anything. Hey, carpet. Hey. Oh, sorry. That person. There is nothing God can do with his life. No. You cannot frown at poverty for God to, for prosperity for God to prosper you. Never. Anytime you are angry with prosperity, you have cut yourself off. Every time you come to church, it's, it's not what I don't even understand the way your mind works. Me, as a prophet that prophesy, I am teaching you things. I carry the prophetic oil. But I also know that it's not only the oil that makes things happen. It's only the oil that makes things work. Jesus Christ came to the earth. There were people like Zacchaeus. She wanted to stay in their house. Why did Jesus went there? Zacchaeus has self that can cook for Jesus and all the followers. That God is wasting his time in your house. Coming to do what? Huh? That your hall? That your veranda? Zacchaeus. Look at the condition that surrounded the death of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ died, the death itself is a kind of disgraceful death. When you die that way, nobody wants to connect to you. Joseph of Arimathea. The Bible says he was a mortal millionaire. She walked to Pilate, the Roman governor, and demanded the body of Jesus and was given. Can a security man go there and collect that? There are people eh, they can walk to the powers that be and speak. And the powers cannot say no. Sure. 
you are a man of God, a woman of God, listen to me. And you celebrate poverty, your vision will be crippled. I don't care what you think. I don't care. You, you, you cannot do some things. Poverty is a curse. Put the scripture on the screen. Let me read it to them. Psalm 35 verse number 27. Let them shout for joy. Let them shout for joy. Let them shout for joy. Let the Potter's family who are celebrating seven years shout for joy. Hear this. And be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God has pleasure when you prosper. God celebrated, God brag about it. There is a braggadocia in the mouth of God when you are prosperous. Think about it. Can you imagine when God met Satan? The man he put in there for argument is Job. Not you, Kwesi. That Job was the richest man in the East. And God came to say, can you consider my servant Job? God cannot brag about a poor man. Today, this anointing will pull you out of poverty. You cannot prosper. You don't have a choice. You have to prosper. You have an assignment. You have a vision. You must support God's kingdom. You are born for this. Make no mistake about it. God takes pleasure. Give me the New Living Translation. What, 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 you have courted with a girl for five years. What is it? Are you learning architecture in courtship? This, 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 your mother, I courted with her for a little over seven months. It was my birthday. The day I proposed was my birthday. Huh? 1999, June 18th. Somebody did a party for me and I invited her. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You do remember that party at Bawe? Yeah, then you were there. That's Bawe. There were some guests around. They were speaking in tongues. Huh? There's a top class birthday. No, yeah, mommy, there was an estate, new building estate. So I invited her. I borrowed a pastor's car to go and pick her. Yeah. Remember Pastor David's car? I didn't have a car. So I took the car, drove her, and picked her. We sat down as pastors, we were three. Wow. Eh? Because one of the things I was afraid in life was to tell somebody I'll marry and say no. I said, and you are preaching, the person is sitting there. It's a serious matter. It's a very serious matter. Yeah. When they bounce you, I was afraid. So one pastor told me, number one, if he accepts to come to the engagement, to your party, it's not yet 50%, but you are close. Okay. Then another pastor said, after the party, Ask her for a hug. Yeah. 
Or you don't understand what I'm talking about. Can you hug me? And the pastor said, when you ask for the hug, eh, don't, you don't make the move. Stand like a statue. If she make the move, you are run 80%. That thought, you have already passed. So after the party, we were sitting on a high table. Yeah. But there was a distance. Because at that time, yeah. So, social distance, yeah. But no coronavirus type. It was just causing social distance. Yeah. When we finished the party, yes, hey. I dropped her. She was going. I was afraid. She was going to the house. So I called her and I said, did you like the party? So yes, I thank you for inviting me. Can I get a hug? If you are not shouting and smiling, you are not a child of God. That's it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> he took three steps and gave me a hug. Now, listen, that day when I was driving, eh, I am supposed to branch at Hansonic. I continued down to Sakama. I was confused. No, I won't tell you the story again because you people, you are not serious. Have you ever been confused because something you are not expecting, something you are afraid of? I drove past the place. Yeah. Now, hear this. I said that to make a point. That was June 18th. By March 3rd, we are married. March 10th. Between 18 June, when I got the heart, to March 10th, we were married. You have been courting for six years. God takes pleasure. Everybody's proposal, I'm, I just told you my own. Your own too was different. Your own too, it looks like. Uh, <laughs> Some of you, you bought Kenke. And the lady asked for fish, and when you gave it, say he's the one. I mean, everybody's own is different. Yeah. Won't go to the details about you. God takes pleasure in the prosperity. These scriptures, they are in my spirit. Sure. Guys, you cannot finish reading this Bible from Genesis to Revelation. That's right. And fall in love with poverty. Yes, sir. By the time you finish reading this Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you will conclude that poverty is a curse. Well, that is why when we preach it, the devil gets so angry. I want to make a statement. And I'm entitled to my opinion. And I pray, enter your spirit. Thank God for prayer. Thank God for fasting. That's what we stand for this hour. But I want you to know something. Satan fears your prosperity that you're fasting and praying. He fears because, listen, a poor fasting prayer warrior will produce nothing than a prosperous man who is even not prayerful. 
but can give to the kingdom. No, listen. Straight forward. You can't even travel. All this about they didn't give you a visa. It's not, you know, it's a lack of finance. There is a certain bank statement you present to embassy. No, no consular would dare. Everybody wants you to come to their country and spend money. There is no country who doesn't believe in tourism. Dubai came to the place and they did a study that at a certain point the oil will cease. At a certain point, when everything is going to emit electric, very soon cars will not use petrol again. All cars will use electricity. And so, what will be the next move? So, instead of depending on oil, they step into tourism. And they became a household. Now, hear this. Hear this. Between sometime January to June, Israel makes over $6 billion on tourism. Countries that live on tourism. People come there. The tourism is not a matter of you are going. When you go, you buy ticket. You pay hotels. You buy food. And then, so all the, that $5,000 that you took, that you didn't bring anything back, you have boosted the economy. Amen. You know the reason why we are inflation? We are imported driven country. Even toothpick we import. And number two, we are also have what is called dominance of foreign investors. So the economy is controlled by Lebanese Indians who are not ready to look at these people here that are there with them. Look at these people here. They wrote that we did. That is where they use. From where we end to get to even their place, they can't put bitumen on it. They don't care about your development. They still now listen. There is an access road from the front of their factory to the main road. But they still use our road. Sometimes you see their buses are spoiled over the road. But just from our gate to this place, it's not tied. Instead of them tiring it, they won't do it. They've dug gold. Go to Obuasi, go to uh, uh, Akwetia. Look at the money they make, the billions of dollars. But nothing there. So when you see the inflation, they change their money, they lift it to their country. Yeah. We are there. Now who calls them? We. Yes, sir. Me and you. We don't like our brother to make a business. We don't. No. Some of you, eh, when you see somebody from India, you are fine. But your brother, you are angry. Ha! 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 Where did he get money from? This is our problem. This is where we are. We, do, we, we can't celebrate our brother's prosperity. We can't celebrate the well-being of our brother. We love to see. We celebrate foreigners than the people that is your brother. Who said they love you? No. There's nothing wrong in celebrating foreigners. But we cannot destroy... Yeah? There was a supermarket in Ghana called A-Life. Yes, they are all dead. Now, now Lebanese has taken over. Taking over. And don't blame your government too. If you become a president, you will not change. Now, I have studied something about this country. 
I used to pray that God would give us good government. And the Lord told me, it's not enough to have a good government. A government is one person, but the people surrounding him. When the righteous is surrounded by the wicked, justice is perverted. So here, let me say this before you clap. For this country to change, it doesn't need change of government. It needs change of attitude of the people. That's all. So listen. Or rigid laws. Because the laws who obey you will obey when you get to people's countries. Rigid. It means that when the government does street light and you go and cut the cable and we catch you, why should we handle you? Do you know you can't sail in Dubai? Because you can't promote tourism with stealing. So Dubai, if you leave your phone here, you go and come and meet it. One day we were in Dubai. We left our phone in a taxi. The taxi driver stopped working. He was looking for me for three hours. He said, if you report me now, I will not only lose my job, I will be deported immediately. So no matter how the demons of stealing is in you, when you get to Dubai, they are under control. Or they are tamed. You can't steal. No, no, no. There are countries you go, you can't steal. I went to Singapore. Neatness of the country. Hey, that is the, 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 the cleanest country in the world. You can't even spit on the street. They have a law. When they catch you, they lash you. I saw a country that in the night, cars are scrubbing the streets in the night. Every taxi driver in that country uh, is a tall guy. So he took a taxi. Oh, this is so 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 building. This is this. Historic. This is this. They will, they will talk to you about They train them for that. Ghana here? Look at your neighbor and ask them with affirmation Can you handle my prosperity? Ask them. Ask them before you get there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me say this. Let me say this. And please, if you get offended, it's your own problem. It's so bad that sometimes we can't even, especially the men, we can't handle the prosperities of our wives. We want to suppress them. A lot of, a lot of women in Ghana, their visions are dying because of insecure man. Can't handle us. I'm telling you the truth. This is there. They will get angry and make papa patapa send it will bounce back to you. That's what I'm talking about. No. No, 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 no. Most marriages have been destroyed. Not because the devil, the, a man cannot handle. And and listen to me. You cannot press huh? and bury success when it's burning in a person. So listen. When there is something inside your person, say, your wife says he must go to school and become a doctor or have a book doctor. If that burning is strong and you want to suppress it to stay in second or second degree, at the end of the day, the marriage will break. That's what is going to happen. No. No. No, I'm telling you. Some of the, some of, eh, there are women, they are designed such a way that when you marry them, they will be richer than you. They are born for that. They will be richer than you. You just have to go and learn how to enjoy the riches of your wife. By humbling yourself. 
Now, by natural circumstance, once a woman is a wet woman, you can't just command her anyhow. You can't. No, 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 no. The vice president of the United States, huh? the husband cannot tell him, No, you can't do things like that. She's dealing with things. No, you can't run out. You just have to pamper her. When you are climbing the bed, climb cautiously. Uh, I have clothes because you people you no, you have to I'm not talking about you because you that is saying you're laughing. You are not anywhere. You 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 are just you, you your salary cries how much. I'm talking about career women. They are dealing with things. Angelina Marquez, the 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 the, the German Chancellor, former. Now, I mean, if you are married such a woman, yeah. You cannot just uh, think that you are going to sit on her. No. Dresmeyer's husband cannot sit on her. No. He's, 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 he, God has put her in that platform. Do you understand? Yeah. There are some men sitting here. Two years from now, your wife will be richer than you. Africa, let's come to that level of maturity. Let's live the stone age time lifestyle. That the way our fathers and grandfathers suppress some of the women. No, well, let's live that part. Enjoy it. You live it on the basis of dialogue. Let's share ideas. But don't command her. Don't tell her to cook. Get a chef. Amen. No, the reason I'm saying is that lift the bar very high. You can have women who can be in that class and still submit and do that. But on. Yeah. If you want to fire in the evening, prepare from the morning. Mm. Honey, how is going to be your day today? I really want to um, make a deposit without a drawer. Oh. A deposit without a drawer. Or you say, give me a flight to Jerusalem. That is the morning that you take your time and walk out because she's dealing with this. If do you know, do you know the responsibility of a woman who is a vice president of the most powerful country in the world? Do you know the responsibility of no wonder that do you know the US vice president, his husband is a white man? If he's a Ghanaian, what is that? We judge him a long time. It's a Ghanaian, the man from uh, 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 I listened to the interview of this girl who played lawn tennis, eh? Selena Williams, and they asked her about why he married a white man. I arrest my case. You can go and find it. He listens there. I was shocked. One day he was playing the, the tennis. Their husband was carrying their baby, giving her feeding. She was, she was babysitting. And the wife was playing. They put it there on the screen. Can you tell Kumasi Abrotia Park man to come and do? Ah, I hold an affair on her. Nana, 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 Santiago, Chaco. And I'm here, but I'm not going to say that. I'm here, but I'm not going to say that. That 
that is why he's going to show off. Uh, don't stop me from preaching and stop what you are talking about. This is the reason why you don't like me. No. We don't know how to handle things like that. Whether the guy like it or not, the woman he has married is a millionaire. No. He finished one, playing one tournament, millions. So, you see the way they, they, their mind works. Huh? She is ma- he, he is married to that girl. She must learn to babysit her. She has to sit the baby. She has to learn. The woman is playing and you have to give the lactogy. And change diapers. Learn how to use wipe. But if he's an African. From an Abraham. From The Lord help us. I say the Lord help us. Amen. That is not the means for you to be arrogant on your husband because some of you are taking the message that I am good. But who knew she? You have to still cook. And so, woofufu. And so, dear worker. Because you, know, you don't. <laughs> you are not there. Yeah. You get there, but you are not there. Yeah. And some of you, if you don't use wisdom, you destroy your marriage. Because until your traditional mindset of your husband change, stay with the Bible and walk in maturity. God, the God that says, I understand. If you don't take it, you destroy your marriage. No. So stay and use wisdom. Yeah. One of, the, one of my favorite women in the Bible is called Abigail. He's married to a wealthy man who is a fool. Very wealthy man. Isn't it amazing? How did money get to the hands of a foolish man? Hey, that is the way the thing is. The guy is a fool, but he's a mortal. Millionaire. Amen. I see you making it. I say, tell your neighbor, God wants you to prosper. Tell the person, God wants you to prosper. God wants, tell John 2, tell John 2, tell John, tell John, tell John. Beloved, I wish above all things that, that dear friends, no, give me the King James. Beloved, I wish above, that may as what? And be what? Even as your soul, what? One with the holistic definition of kingdom prosperity. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper financially and be in health bodily. Even as your soul prospered, you are born again. Holistic. So the prosperity, the pocket is full. Huh? Health wise. All right, you are walking in good health. Papa. Ah, organic food. Don't ever frown and be angry. The Bible says God takes pleasure. It means that when you prosper, God takes delight. He's excited that his name is on you and you are prosperous person. You can advance the course of the kingdom. You can support men of God. You can support the kingdom. Write this one down. God gives your hand power to get wealth. God gives your hand power to get what? Wealth. Huh? Huh? That means that the hand is a symbol of wealth. Yes, only power will be one in same. What is that? Oh, Papa, will be one in same. I dear one in same. The hand is a symbol of wealth. 
So God give your hand power to prosper. Today, may your hand receive the oil from... That is why sometimes uh, when I'm anointing you, I put oil in your hands. That is the reason why Jesus said blood in his hands. So they kneel his hands so that your hands will be free from poverty. It's a good place to clap and shout hallelujah to Jesus. No. That is why they kneel his feet so that your feet will be ordered to the, the place of prosperity. From today, may the Lord bring people in your life that will cause you to be lifted. The Lord change the circle of your friends. Yeah. Hallelujah. I started working with some people and I saw some things about my mindset change. Change completely. Amen. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 8 is a very common scripture. Very, very. I've quoted this scripture several times. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Now let me tell you something. Being prosperous is different from being wealthy. You have It's not the same level. So when you say somebody is wealthy. Because some of you, you have some form of prosperity. Some form. But you are not wealthy. You have properties. You own company. So they can ask, what is the wealth of Dangote? So we are talking about the person's net wealth. When you put everything together, what is it? And God doesn't just want, he wants you to get wealth. Wealthy people are the only people that live inheritance. Now listen, any wealthy person, eh, he lives beyond what he has accomplished in life. It means that when they are dead, it continues. They never die. McDonald's has never died. Jesse Penny has never died. These people have died and gone, but the empire is still there. Generations. Sam Water was the richest man. When he divided his wealth, then Brigade took over the, that year. He's the owner of Walmart. He shared his wealth to his children. The assets he, he owns. Companies. This is why when you preach prosperity, the devil is angry. They say, hey, so-called prosperity preachers. Check the people they call prosperity preachers. They've also preached salvation. Yeah. Shh, they preach deliverance. Yeah. But the devil never complain. Yeah. It is when you preach prosperity. They will find a way to cripple some person. Oh, I like this pastor because he's not one of those prosperity preachers. Check that pastor. Check the pastors they call prosperity preachers and check the accomplishment. Mm, mm, mm. Check it. Some of them has built schools, universities, hospitals. They, they, they've supported. They are philanthropists of international standards. There was, there was war and commotion when the Taliban took over in Afghanistan. One man of God, they accused him for preaching prosperity, took his private jet, went to Afghanistan, rescued and rescued Christians. Bought his own fuel, put pilot inside. No poor pastor can do that. And let me tell you this, and you better get, you get angry, I'm still preaching. A poor pastor cannot pastor a rich church. It's the state of the mind. 
So start from there. But believe in it. Believe in it. Believe God that God will raise wealthy people under your ministry. What are you talking about? There is a church in Nigeria. They've built three universities. Three. Three. The landmark university is in connection with the people of Israel. It's an especially agricultural university. You don't do that by speaking in tongues alone. The man believed in the message of prosperity. He preached it. One day, there is a ministry that went to London to preach. Eh? The pastor went to a private church. 11 people of the church also followed with private church. So they gathered 12 jets in Gatwick Airport. Prosperity is colorful. It's so beautiful. Tell your neighbor, I'm not waiting for you. I'm not waiting. This is your attitude. I'm not waiting for you at all. <laughs> yeah? How many of you want to make profit in your work with God? God can teach you to make profit. God can teach you to get wealth. You make profit and get wealth. I'm going to close in a second today. I'm going to Isaiah chapter 48, verse number 17. Jesus Christ is Lord. Isaiah chapter 48 and verse number 17. Huh? Thus says the Lord, thy redeemer the holy one of israel i am the lord thy god which teacheth thee to what to profit which leadeth thee by the way that thou should go so god can teach the business you are doing to make what profit connect to him connect to him and walk in that principle i say today get it from me Never, never frown at, at prosperity. Never get angry when you see good things. Never be angry when you see, when you see people's nice car. Don't gossip about it. Stand there and say, Lord, thank you for blessing this sister. I am no, I am nurse online. Yeah. Okay. I've traveled to some countries. Eh? I'll give you an example like America. And I noticed something. It's a prosperous country. It's a, it's a, I mean, there's no two ways about it. I mean, almost. It shows. And one of the things I saw about people who live in an environment of prosperity is that uh, they, they, they kind of, <laughs> give me a vocabulary, they compliment you. So when you walk, somebody says, oh, nice watch. Oh, nice. Ghana. They, they will insult you and pass right now. You see it very common. You walk, some of them, they just look at you somewhere. Oh. America, oh, wow. wow nice. Sometimes, especially when you go to white community, they don't, they don't normally see dresses like this. So, they, can I take a picture with you? Then they come, wow, I like it. And then, they, wow, where are you from? Wow. I sometimes I tell them, I say, I am from the beautiful, sunny country of Ghana where God lives. Yeah. So, oh. Now, listen. Now, watch this. Compliment. Some people in church, they've never tell somebody you are nice. Oh. Never. They've never tell somebody I like your dress. Never. They will gossip about it. If you go to a place that you pack your car, they will tell you, wow, nice car. Wow. Congratulations. Nice dress. Nice. 
Somebody, some, yes, they, they like that thing. Oh, you smell good. Where did you get your cologne? You know, when I was coming, when I left Ghana, all we know is perfume. perfume. Yeah, I didn't know cologne. <laughs> what kind of nonsense is that we are talking? One day I was walking in California. Somebody would say, who? Are you the one who has a nice cologne? I said, I don't say that. What, what, which one is a cologne? <laughs> this is many years ago. They will compliment your perfume, your dress, your distance. A poverty-driven environment. Nobody. Nobody will speak about. Nobody will, will tell you. So, there are even some things that I cannot wear it in Ghana. No. When you, haven't you seen the white people? They preach. Look at, look at, look at uh, Joseph Prince. Share. Yeah. Sure. Hollywood pastor. You see his boot, his jacket, and the guy is preaching. If I wear that tea, I'm for hey, Papa, I'm not going <laughs> Oh, so we tie ourselves. We don't free ourselves. There are some ladies, they have dresses, but they can't wear. No, because in this environment, you can't wear it. No, you can't wear it. Concerning May the Lord break the spirit of poverty from our mind. Where are the millionaires in Asia by this time when we gather here? Where are the mortal billionaires in Asia by this time? I want you to know that poverty came with Satan after the fall of man. After the fall of man, poverty came with the devil. Huh? Poverty, eh? it is not God that created it. It came with, uh, the devil provided it. Eh? It is a counterfeit version of prosperity. Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. Eh? It's a counterfeit version. So poverty came with the fall. So it's not God's plan. Look at it. Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. And, and unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife. What did you hear? What did you hear? What did you hear? Huh? Huh? Of thy wife. Eh? And has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your sake. Now listen. Uh-uh. In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of your life. This is where poverty started. So, poverty is a curse. So, you must deliberately and consciously fight it. Can I tell you this? You must declare war against the spirit of poverty. And fight it until you rise above it. Amen. Tie. Oba. Ebe timi adon. Basika kahuwa. Odonu muye de. Because Emma pesika. Let me put it a better way. Omo pa de papa. No, it's not easy to manage a woman. Maybe they're very complicated. Because they always like new things. New things. So, so to maintain them, to keep them fresh. Yeah. So it's no good to marry when you are poor. Yeah. It's no good. It's no good. Yeah. I've told you before, and that's in case you forget. Let me repeat it. Let me repeat it. 
It is not possible to take a woman for vacation. You bought a plane ticket, business class. Qatar Airlines or Emirates Airlines. Put her inside. And you tell her that the trip is, we are stopping at Dubai for four days. Then we continue at Barcelona. Then we end at London. And when you touch her, you say, I'm tired. It cannot happen. It cannot happen. Uh, 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 the days it cannot. I don't care if if they dig, if they use pickers. I'm telling you. Have you seen all the women? Their face has changed, and they are looking at you. Something, but that is the bottom line. Put her in a five-star hotel, in a executive suite, where you order food. I was sleeping in a hotel, and the food is on iPad. Huh? So you don't call. The menus are there when you type. So you get the picture, you type, pa, 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 and then you send. send. Within a short time, they, they call you back. Please, the next 20 minutes, your food will be ready. You don't call. Yeah. You understand what I'm talking about? You see that they were, you are angry. When I used to have poverty mentality, one day I traveled to preach for Dr. Kinsia PJ, and you can go and ask him. The old man put me in a very powerful hotel. I was with my wife. The hotel was so nice, I couldn't sleep. So I told him that I don't like the hotel. Then he put me in another hotel. Behind it is a railway train passing. So then I go, 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 go. Then I was sleeping very comfortable. The Lord said, since your mind is like this, you have a long way to go. I remember he told me, he said, Nana, the hotel is one of the nicest. I said there be yen so light. Oh, your people not light now. So me penny have a light and I be they put me there. That is the time God visited me. May the Lord visit you between today and today. Stand to your feet. I want to minister to you. It's not enough. Amen. Yeah. This house, this house, people will make wealth. People become wealthy. Because even your environment can tell. It may not take you one day. To, it's not one day journey, but set yourself on that course. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. Life is in faces, men are in sizes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> Let me tell you this. One of the greatest blessings God has given me in life is exposure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yes. God gave me also for exposure. Connect yourself to people that will give you exposure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am privileged to have people who take me to places and as a result of that, I learn things. Yes. I went to some pastor's houses outside the country. Hey. When you pray, God hears. Oh, hey. no and I saw why my prayer takes come to get to heaven. From today, God will hear your prayer. It takes time. Amen. Never frown at it. Can I tell you this? It's a blessing for you to go home and fridge is poor. And you call the, the shop to bring you a new one. You know somebody so you call, excuse me, is that so-so-and-so, Samsung? 
can I give me? I want to speak to that. I came there the other day. I saw a lady called Rebecca. Can I speak to her? Oh, Rebecca, this is me. Oh, okay, yes, I remember you. Please, how much is your double decker this size? Okay, yeah, I'm sending somebody to pick one for me. Yes, sir. If, if there is no money and you come, your wife say, Uh huh, Samika, I told you, and then you know, I'm not a baby, I'm not a baby. Let me show you another poverty. Let me show you another dangerous poverty. Your husband is going to a funeral. You have gone to all night. Prophet Anadi didn't close early. Your husband is waiting for you to bring the car so that he can go. And no, it can spark a third world war. When the, when the battle leaves Ukraine, your house is the next one. I mean, contrary to where there are three cars in the house. Honey, I've waited for you. You are not coming. Can I go? It's okay. Then, no, no, but what do we? Jesus. <laughs> Traffic no Okay, no sir. Come to me, can you Huh? And then I said, what do go on? Also a motorway. Because you want to cool the system down. You go speed that. Now me can say go. You have to catch the tire. So poverty is dangerous. Yeah. The two of you are using one car. So when, this one goes out, this one is waiting. I see God changing something about your life. I see God. Can I profess that to somebody who is not married? You will marry using your own nice car to do the wedding. Your C-class Mercedes Benz. Your four-wheel drive Prado. And the one who finish, you use the same car for your round. Let me tell you this. All these things we are talking about, house, cars, they are not luxury. They are necessity. Necessity. It's not, it's not extremely abnormal to have about three cars as a family. The wife has a car, the husband has a car, there is a family car. It's not extremely normal. It's not. It's not abnormal at all. Amen. Amen. Yeah. This city here called Accra, to live here south, you got to get a good job or a good, a good business. Number two, you have to live in your own house. And number three, have some transport movement. And I see all these three, three things manifesting in your life. There is an anointing that stares you and move you to that place. You work very hard, but you need a supernatural backing. Yes. Because Abraham them said, they prosper because God backed them. Amen. It was so natural. There's a guy in the Bible called Uzziah. The Bible said that she was, she was around 17, 16 years when it started raining. The Bible said, was prophet helping him? It means that he has a prophetic anointing backing. There was a supernatural hand. David had Nathan. He has Samuel. He has God. There were prophets. All this thing that we call inflation and then uh, dollar. Some people they don't feel it though. It doesn't move them. Crap. What they are thinking is not to. If some of them, when the dollar go up like that, it's to their advantage. Because they have a lot of the dollars. It's me and you that we are under. It's you that is under pressure. I'm a man of faith. Hallelujah.
lift up your two hands. You know, every time that you come to church, sometimes you have to stop praying and start thinking. Have I blessed somebody here today? To me, it is foolishness to be prayerful and you are not thinking. Come and let us raise him together. Even God wanted to sit with him and let's think. There is a wealthy man of God. One day, another man of God went to visit him. And I had the opportunity to meet the man of God and say, Prof, when I went to his place, he has a thinking room. Among his office, there is one that is soundproof. The only thing there is a sofa chair, reclining sofa chair. He goes there without hearing the sound of the drop of a pee. And the purpose is that room for him to think. She just meditate and think. And when something is difficult, he sat there to hear God's voice. It is difficult to hear God in a noisy environment. No. There was a fire, there was a tender, but God came in a still small voice. So if you want to hear God, make sure your environment is not too noisy. It is the steps in the beginning of prosperity. Poverty can destroy marriage. Poverty can kill you before your time. Poverty can let intelligent genius children never go to school the rare medical doctors of our generation they couldn't get money to go to school the rare genius people they could do you know there are many people who could have become intellectuals but there was no money you will not you will not live in poverty and you will not see poverty and if there is anything i said about poverty all poor people are selfish. Because when you are poor, nobody depends on you. God make life such a way that somebody must depend on you. Somebody must look at you and say, because you exist, you go to school. Because you live, you get, a, a, you get his daily bread. Yes. Sometimes we have people from other different religion, regions that come to protest to work. Some of them from a different place. You, you, you see them at the end of the month, you pay them, they are queuing to send mobile money. One of them told me, say, Papa, I am taking care of my mother, my father, and my three sisters. How much is even their salary? Huh? So one day they did something, they were going to sack him. I said, no. When you sack this guy, you have not only really sack him, you have deprived other four people from food. So some people, no matter the mistake they make, correct them and keep them there. Because other lives are depending on them. Do you know why you, 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 you cannot live in poverty? Because God is depending on you to, to bless others. Now listen, listen. As a result of what we do here, there are times in Portes, eh, when we have contract and work, when we're building Jubilee Tabernacle, there are times we are paying over a thousand plus people. Contract workers and permanent workers on salary collecting wages as a result of one man who can obey God. So if you obey God, do you know what will come out of it? No, don't undermine those five people in your company or your shop that work there. It can become 500. Despite not the years of small beginnings. How many people were you paying when we started this ministry? Nobody was getting paid. Later, we put some two people there. Today, you know, this potter city, water factory, huh? restaurant, supermarket, accommodation, staff, 
Administration. You are talking about what? Godliness, security, zoo. Amen. May you prosper. Amen. That is why I'm believing God that one day your tithe will be hundred thousand dollars. Amen. Every Sunday. And may you come to that place. Amen. May you come there. Just be faithful with God. Some of you, your calling is just to support the kingdom. Amen. That's all. Me, I'm a Levite. But you are from the tribe of Judah. You are from the tribe of Benjamin. You are supposed to go and work. That is why you have inheritance of the land. So that you bring the, the person, bring in the tithe and offering that will be meat in my house. That's what it is. So some people, eh, when they meet Jesus, Jesus will say, thou good and faithful servant. Not because they preach, but they supported the kingdom. Most of the manifestation of witchcraft is poverty. Poverty breeds all kinds of things. If you are poor, you can be jealous. If you are poor, you can be envious. If you are poor, you can be by biting. If you are pure, you can attract demonic attention. Because you think about things you are not supposed to. You say things you are not supposed to. I see you delivered from poverty. Lift your hand and say, Father, thank you. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.